very good day to you, Mzansi. My name is Shadow Twala, and you're listening to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The show is produced by Hazel Makuzeni, and Lance Andrews is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892-102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise SAFM, or at Shadow Twala. Now, today we want to take care of your body, and we share uh, easy exercises to help you fight flabby arms and get you firm with Catherine Fulune, who's a biokineticist at Virgin Active. And it's National Nutrition Week. We help you choose your portion with caution with Kezia Kent, who's a dietitian and has a passion for weight loss. Then we take a look at the Mercy Ships, the world's largest civilian hospital ship. It's currently at the V&A waterfront, but they have public open days, and you can go and see what they do on Friday the 10th to Sunday the 12th of October. Mam Pogwani, who's a primary caregiver with Mercy Ships, tells us what to expect. But before we do that, a brief lunch bite, and it's a quote by Jim Ron. It says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live in. For interviews and analysis that move markets, politicians and the nation, listen to SAFM Current Affairs. We announced all of our candidates here today. Not one of them has got a charge of corruption against them, let alone somebody from the police to the pierce has been looting those premises. The expelled Rwandan envoys are suspected of being linked to assassination attempt on Johannesburg-based former Rwandan army boss Austin Kayumba Nyamwasa. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, we're going to have, after this program, hopefully you'll say farewell to flabby arms. Can you pass the blackboard test? Or would your arms wobble in time with a chalk movement and gain momentum of their own? If the answer is no and your triceps, which is behind your upper arm, prevent you from wearing short sleeves in summer... Here's the answer to Flabby Arms Woes. Listen to Catherine Falune, a biokin... I'm not going to try that again. Biokineticist at Virgin Active. It's a tongue twister, that. She says, toned and shapely arms appear to be a challenge for many women, not just older women, but with the right combination of healthy eating, plenty of cardio exercise on most days of the week and regular resistance exercises... Um, this can be achieved. So she joins me now. Catherine, hello. Welcome. Yes. Hello, Sharon. You have, do you say biokinesis every day? <laughs> I fortunately don't have to say it often. I but know. But people do, and it is a tongue twister. It is a bit of a tongue right. twister. So uh, welcome, welcome, and, and uh, thank you for bringing this, this wonderful uh, exercise and program on, because we, we, why is it only women that, that have this, this issue with, with flabby arms? Well, unfortunately, women tend to store a lot of fat um, in this area, but it's not only women. Some men as well do mm. have a challenge mm. to try and keep the triceps muscle looking toned and defined. Mm -hmm. But even women who strength train regularly often have underdeveloped tricep muscles that tend to hide behind these very well-toned bicep muscles at the front of the arm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they tend to be ignored. You know, it's like fixing our hair in the in the mirror. We often focus on what we can see, and we don't focus so much on on what we can't. The other thing is that the tricep muscle, that area at the back of the arm. Mm -hmm is a very small muscle and they are quite hard to work 
they require very specific movements to work them. You know, if we were walking on our arms all day, we'd probably have fantastically toned arms. But, you know, by nature of our everyday living, we just don't seem to target this muscle group very effectively. Now, when do they, when do we see the problem? Because you said it's not just older women. Uh, right. at, at what age does it begin to show? Well, I think it varies for everybody. And depending on how much exercise a person does and, you know, what their um, diet is like, of course, what their genetics is like. We can't always choose our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to, after the age of 30, most of us start to find that our fat deposits in certain areas of our body has increased Um, and we also you know from about 40 onwards we tend to uh, have you know less strength so our muscle tends to weaken our muscles get a bit um, smaller they tend to shrink Mm -hmm. so a combination of um, increased fat and weaker muscles lends itself to to poorer definition. And it's not necessarily the fact that one's obese or anything like that? Not necessarily at all. You know, as I said, you do have people who train really hard mm. who still battle to turn that area. Um, and that's the nature of, of the muscle and where it sits in the body. It's not an easy one to work. But the good news is there are exercises that one can do well, to help define the muscle. Let's go. Give us our first <laughs> one. I can't wait because, you know, you, you can use so many things. And, and, and if, if it, you know exactly what you're targeting, it really helps when you do your exercises because you need to have a desired uh, outcome, right? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And it's really important that we don't try and spot reduce. I don't know if you've ever heard of this myth of spot reduction, but mm-hmm. it's basically a myth which says that if you want to burn fat from the back of your arm or from your glutes or your butt area, you need to be doing many repetitions to burn fat from that area. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that um, we can't spot reduce. We need to have a combination of cardio and strength training, um, as well as a healthy eating plan to help achieve this lean tone physique. Um, So before I take you through the actual exercises, maybe just to add, you know, cardio exercises, for those who don't know, would be exercises like walking and cycling, dancing um, on most days of the week. Those are the exercises that help to burn fat. Mm-hmm. And then strength training, um, for example, push-ups and you know, body weight mm-hmm. exercises, exercises using machines in the gym, for example, those are the exercises that will help tone the muscles. So it's important to have a combination of, of both of those. Now, before you also start, um, do, does anyone, is, is everybody uh, capable of doing the kinds of exercises that you're going to give us? Because some people are not as young as, they, you know, as, as they'd like mm-hmm. to be. Do these exercises then work for um, everybody who's got the, the, the flabby arm problem? That's right. Uh, the, these exercises are fairly um, basic. There are the more basic exercises which one can progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, though, that you know, particularly if there are virtual active members, come along and chat to a personal trainer or a fitness instructor and try and get advice on which exercises would be best for you based on your needs. Okay. The other thing to keep in mind is that if you do have a medical condition or an injury, particularly a back injury or a shoulder injury, it's best to seek advice from a personal trainer or from a biokineticist before you actually start um, a training plan, particularly if you've never done these exercises before because we know that technique is also so important. Mm. And, you know, doing loads and loads of repetitions of an exercise incorrectly is not going to reap the benefits. Okay. So what's our first one? 
All right, so the first one is what we call a bent over tricep extension. And this is one that you can do with a pair of dumbbells. If you don't have dumbbells, you can, you can use you know, water bottles or any um, light to moderate weight. Like tinned, um, like tinned tomatoes or something. Absolutely, you can use tins <laughs> of tomatoes, water bottles. Um, you know, for some of the exercises, you'll be able to use a chair, for example. But if you're, you know, if you're a Virgin Active member, grab yourself a set of dumbbells when you're next in the club. And um, can I take you through a, a description of how to do the exercise? Yes, I want to do them at home because I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do fantastic, gym. Fantastic. I can't do gym, so we'll do them <laughs> at home or at the, at, at the gym. But That's you, great, yes, okay. absolutely. So let's, let's look at the bent over tricep extension. So you need to be standing with your feet shoulder width apart. You're going to bend slightly forwards and you're going to place a dumbbell or a um, can of beans mm -hmm. in each hand and bend your elbows so that your upper arms are almost parallel to the floor. It, it looks like I'm taking a skiing position here. That's right. That's okay. absolutely correct. I'm so trying you're, these. You're, as on you... the, you're on the slope. <laughs> and now in that position, remembering that your knees are slightly bent to support your lower back, mm -hmm. you're going to slowly straighten your arms, contracting your triceps, until your arms are parallel to the floor. So you may not be able to get them parallel to the floor, but you're certainly going to lift them back and upwards towards the ceiling. Hmm. And then bend your elbows and return slowly to starting position. Okay, so in a skiing position, I, I want to call it. Yes. Uh, you, you then, your, your butt is out, your knees are slightly bent. Correct. And, uh, and your arms are bent with your elbows at your sides and then you straighten slowly until your arms are straight up towards the ceiling and then bend and keep your elbows at your sides throughout the movement i see okay i hope somebody got that and we're going to tell them what else to where else to find these they must yes. where we, they can find you and talk to you more but absolutely that's just one example of of many exercises and how often do you do that all right so that's a good question so um Generally, two sets of 15 repetitions is all you need. Okay. Um, and, you know, choose a load at which you can comfortably complete 15 repetitions to start. Mm. So if you're not sure what the right weight is for you, the last two or three repetitions of each set should feel tough. And if you're not able to complete the set, then lower the weight. Tip some of the beans out or tip some of the water out. <laughs> and lower the weight so that you can comfortably complete two sets of 15 repetitions. Okay, so we've, we, that was number one, but how many of these do we have? We've got about five. Okay. Um, there, there's also one that you can do, for example, on a step, which is a really lovely one. Mm -hmm. um, and that's called straight leg tricep dips. Okay. Um, I can take you through that one if you've got time. Yes, yes, But that's yes. a very popular exercise that we see often. Okay, so how do we, where do we start with the straight leg tricep dips? All right, so if you can find a step or even a chair, you could do this at your desk even. Mm -hmm. um, if you're sitting on the chair, you place your hands on the chair with your legs straight mm -hmm. and your arms extended. All right, so you're positioning yourself on your chair. Okay. You're then going to take your your butt slowly off the chair or off the step mm -hmm. so that you're now supporting yourself on your hands and on your heels. Okay. You're I, then I, going to bend your elbows so that you lower yourself down towards the floor and then return to the starting position. Don't sit back on your chair. Just extend your arms so that your arms are straight 
and then bend your elbows again and then straighten. It sounds to me like uh, push-ups of, of some kind, but you're pushing up your, your arms instead. That's right. And you are, you know, you, um, obviously you're, 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 you're almost in a seated position, but you've got your legs straight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and some people battle to do this exercise with legs straight. You can always bend your, bend your legs. That will make the exercise easier. Make sure you can complete two sets of 15 reps. And once you're able to, then start to do the exercise with your legs straight. Okay, we'll give we'll give information uh, where where people can find these movements and Absolutely. and where they can talk to you. But do, can you do anything with 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 uh, the 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 backside? You can, and one of the one of the favourite exercises is um, the squats and also the lunge. Those two exercises are very popular. We see them in the Virgin Active Clubs all the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's one of those exercises that works not only the the glutes or the butt area, but also the inner thigh, the front of the thigh, and the back of the thigh. And I think those are all areas that we that we tend to have um, you know worries with. Uh, so the, the squat is a fairly simple exercise and you, you don't need any equipment with this exercise. You can use equipment that will make it more difficult. But as a basic squat, you simply need to hold your hands out in front of you and make sure that your feet are positioned slightly wider than hip distance apart. Um, and then you squat down by bending your knees and then lift yourself up slowly. Now, if I do this, will I get J-Lo's butt? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Unf unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, genetics plays a really large role in terms of how every individual responds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to exercise. But what we do know for sure is that individuals will improve their body shape mm -hmm. through doing strength training two to three days a week, through doing cardio exercise on most days of the week and um, progressing gradually and just staying dedicated to, to exercise and maintaining other healthy lifestyles, healthy eating. Um, it really will make a difference. You know, it's, it's, I understand that one can become despondent because we want to see changes really quickly, but it's the changes that we make that take a long time that are the changes that stick with us in the long term. And we, we have to focus on on how we feel after each exercise session and give ourselves a pat on the back when we've when we've done it and persevere. It's a lifestyle change. Absolutely. And you know, lifestyle changes they are hard to make, but once you make a habit of it, they say it takes twenty eight days to make a habit. Mm -hmm. Once you've got the habit, then you know, it's it's about sustaining it, keeping variety in your exercise routine, making sure you're having fun so that it doesn't become a bore mm. and uh, just rewarding yourself for for looking after your body well Catherine, I, I really i really thank you for sharing your knowledge with us <laughs> and um please just give us directions of where people can find i know they should ideally come to virgin active but for those that cannot afford it or cannot even um stand gyms <laughs> um yes. is there any way they can find this information and and practice and maybe you can give them some advice as well so yes. maybe 
give us your your website or contact details? Shada, there, there is there is um, quite a lot of information on the Virgin Active website. Uh-huh. Um, so um, anyone can go to www.virginactive.co.za mm-hmm. um, and there are some articles around what we have discussed. Yes. Um, alternatively, I can leave some contact details with your producer okay, fantastic. after the show. Fantastic. Right. Because we'll refer people to you. And how's your butt? Well, I try. That's all I can say. I try, and I try to get up from my chair every 20 minutes. And um, I, I completely understand it. It's hard work, but it's got to be enjoyable. And it's about finding, you know, what do you enjoy? And just make sure you do plenty of it, and and uh, you will reap the rewards. And I, you know, I have to practice it myself every day. Um, but it's fun. It is fun, and that's how we must we must treat it. Catherine, thank <laughs> you for your time. Thank you so much for it's sharing your knowledge. You take care now. Thank you. You bye too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, easy exercises. Uh, you'll find them at uh, www.virginactive.co.za. Five ways to say farewell to flabby arms. I thought it was important and because uh, it's that time of the year where we all want to look good and uh, you know feel very confident about our bodies it's, it's amazing how much confidence comes from just feeling good and looking good now we help you when we come back uh, to choose your portion with caution it is national nutrition week and kezia kent shares her knowledge with us after this otherwise on safm now kezia kent is a dietitian who has a passion for weight loss pediatrics, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, and digestive disorders. Kezia, thank you for your time and thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for inviting me on the show. Now, what, what should we be talking about during National Nutrition Week? All right, so now that, let's, let's just make that the main focus, is that this, we've dedicated a whole week for nutrition. Mm-hmm. We're starting this Friday, which is the 9th of October, and we're going all the way until the 15th of October. Mm-hmm. And our biggest objective this year, as you mentioned before the break, is choose your portion with caution. And that's our main theme. We, we're building it on from last year, and we just felt we need to keep making this message a strong message as much as possible. The reason being, you know, with the stats that came out in the beginning of the year, unfortunately, South Africa is on one of the top most, um, you know, top most populations in the world, which are our most obese. Mm. And, you know, South Africans, we need to need, we, we definitely need to change this. So that's why we're focusing on our portion control for South Africa for our nutrition week. So why, why is portion control important though? Uh, so what we need to remember is that when we start increasing the amount of food that we are in, that we are eating, not only in the size but in the amount of foods each time, overall we're increasing energy intake. And now with an increase in our energy intake, this starts leading to other lifestyle conditions. You know, the lifestyle conditions not only being overweight or obese, mm. but we start we may start developing high blood pressure, diabetes certain types of cancers, but even heart disease. Hmm. And to have a healthy South African, we don't want to have any of these lifestyle conditions at the same time. Now, I know ideally we should should keep our portions, in fact, we should be taught when we're younger and little kids, you know, how much to eat. But, um, you know, half the time, a spoon 
or uh, it depends on the size of the spoon as well because it, it's relative right you know what, what my spoon the size of my spoon might be different from the size of your spoon yes. which is what what causes the 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 confusion i guess of of how much to eat or or, or what the size of your portion is there, there, there must be some kind of distortion that happens there that's exactly it is that it's not only you know that it goes down to the size of spoon but you know, there's two different ways in which our portions sort of our message we want to get across. So the first one being is that many South Africans, we aren't eating certain types of food groups. Mm-hmm. And the other thing being is that if we aren't eating certain food groups, being our vegetables, being our fruits, being our legumes, we start overeating on other food groups. Uh-huh. You know, so there's not any like fruits or veggies on a plate. We're overeating on starch, we're overeating fat. And, you know, a lot of the time, especially our meats and our chickens. Mm-hmm. Now, with an increase in all these portions, you know, not only is it the type of food, but like you said, you know, your size of your spoon could be bigger than mine. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, we have got a guideline that we've put in place for National Nutrition Week to say, you know, let's just go back to an actual portion size to say if you are going to have starch, how much should you have and so forth. Well, you are in competition as, as, as you from the Association for Di- Dietetics in, yes. in South Africa. I, and I, I wonder how much, how, how you engage, if you do at all, uh, with the latest fads. For instance, there's the Banting uh, fad at the moment. Yes. And uh, I don't know if it, 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 it also talks to what the, the same message you're trying to communicate. Because people then throw portion, <laughs> portion to the wind, yes. <laughs> when they, you know, when 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 they have to go on a particular diet, I take it. So, how much of what you 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 trying to teach the nation is also uh, distorted by different, like, like sort of popular popular methods. diets? Yes. yes. So, just you know, coming from ADSA, which is the Association of Dietetics of South Africa, we've got a very firm stance. And especially with National Nutrition Week is that we are still trying to say that starchy food should still be included in your diet. Now with unfortunately this whole craze of banting that is going around, mm. everyone is, you know, like you said, completely focusing on cutting out carbohydrates altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, South Africa being the most obese population in the world, we want to now of course cut down any kind of food group which there's a claim that says you know cutting out your breads will make you potentially thin or make you lose weight mm. but there is definitely an error in this message that is being sent with the popular diets out there any kind of low carbohydrate diets which are being put out there you know yes you will lose a certain amount of weight but what you must also remember is that this weight loss is coming from a lower energy intake if you're cutting out a certain food, you're decreasing the amount of energy. It doesn't necessarily come from cutting out carbohydrates altogether. You know, when for a lot of dietitians, and this is what we want to explain, is that carbohydrates have been around for decades. They've been around for years, for centuries. It's just any kind of weight loss. When we recommend a balanced diet, it all comes down to, you know, having a certain amount of certain food groups. It comes down to focusing on your portion control. Mm. So if you're cutting out one food group and increasing a lot of your proteins and a lot of fats, which Banting is preferring, you're not necessarily following a balanced diet. You're not following a diet that you'll be able to stick to for a lifestyle. Mm. 
Mm. So you you saying choose your portion with caution yes. then. We, we, we're just talking about a healthy person, not necessarily somebody who wants to lose weight yes, yes. or gain weight, but how to stay healthy and avoid, avoid uh, other illnesses like diabetes or whatever it is, high cholesterol uh, and, and that, those and hypertension. So how do we then measure our, regardless of what we're eating, whether we're on the panting diet or whatever it is, but how do we measure... Because we started talking about the food groups, and, and when I was a little girl, I was told about colours on on a plate, right? So you'd have a green and an, an orange. Make it more exciting. <laughs> Make it more exciting, and but that's the only way to remember what what to eat. Hey. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the one thing. You know, a lot of our messages have come to have a lot of colour on our plate, but like you say, our portion control uh, message that we're putting out there is not just for the obese. South Africa. Kizia, Kizia, mm. I'm going to have to disturb you. Sorry. Sure. Uh, I wasn't looking at the time. It's time for our news headlines, but stay on the line for us, okay? Yeah. Otherwise, on SAFM. Kizia Kent is my guest, helping us choose our portions with caution as part of National Nutrition, Nutrition Week. Kizia, I disturbed you there. Uh, That's fine. Thank you. Thank you for t- taking that break. So we were talking about how to measure our portions, right? Yes. So, you know, just to, just to brush up again is that our portion control should not only be for the person who is wanting to lose weight, it is also to prevent any obesity increases amongst South Africans. Good. So the guidelines that we're following this year is just to show you that, yes, you should be eating a variety in your diet, mm-hmm. but let's focus on the amount of the food groups that we should be eating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't necessarily have to all get a kitchen scale. We don't have to get cups or spoons or teaspoons. doesn't really matter. We could all just use our hands. Oh, okay. So, you know, very basic. We all have hands, so let's, just make, let's make use of them. So a lot of our starchy foods, which everyone has now, like you said pre- before the break, is that everyone's focusing on starch being the bad, like the baddie in the food mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Let me just say it again, starch is not the issue. We should just be having the correct amount of it. Okay. So when it comes down to, let's say, your rice, your pasta, potatoes, even pup or samp, if you clench your fist, that should be the size of your starch. Clench. Clen- like clenched fist. So okay. if you almost you know, have to make like a fist size, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it, your starch should look like on your plate. Okay. The problem with many South Africans is that our starch portions almost look like the mountain on the plate. <laughs> so just keep it to your clenched fist size. Okay. When it comes down to the foods we should be eating a little bit more of, especially like our vegetables, mm-hmm. if you open up your hands like two full handfuls, this is how many vegetables we could actually start having on our plate. You can see definitely the food group we can have a lot more of is vegetables. The one we should be watching our portions is our starchy foods. So two helpings of my the size of my hand that is, is what easy. I can have as far as vegetables are concerned. Yes, that's correct. And not only just one vegetable, but if I have two vegetables, then I can have a hand each. You could have two, you could have three or even four, obviously just to get that increase in color because the, the more colors there are on your plate, it's definitely more of a balance of vitamins and minerals and a lot of antioxidant-rich foods. Okay. Yeah. I love this. It's simple. <laughs> now, let's, simple talk, let's talk about protein. Okay. So, like South Africans, there's a lot of red meat on our plate. There's mm-hmm. a lot of chicken as well. Mm-hmm. So, we need to also concern ourselves with how much protein we should be having. As again, too much protein, increased energy, increased problems later on in life. Mm-hmm. So, if you had to measure your protein, I would suggest the size of your palm. So again, looking at your hand, if you had to open up your hand and look at the palm of it, that's how much meat we should actually be having. Maybe you had to look at almost like a, um, a deck of cards, you know, it would be the same thing. Or even about 
A chicken breast. A chicken breast should fit into, the, into your palm of your hand. Wow. What most of us do is we have about two, maybe even two and a half chicken breasts. So again, our portion control is definitely out of sync. We should go back to the palm of our hand when it comes to proteins. Now, we have families living together mm. and different sized hands in the, in the home. Okay. So does each individual use their particular hand? For instance, if there's a, a young child in the, in the home, and let's say a teenager, uh, they should be measuring their hand. Or is mom's hand the one that dishes out, uh, measure with her hand? Mom's hand is what everybody eats, or the size of the food, rather. Look, it also just depends. You know, let's say if mom is not at home, people still need to be eating. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is, as your hand increases, naturally this will go with your rate of development. You know, you can't compare a teenager compared to a 50-year-old adult male mm -hmm. because the energy increases will definitely change. So use always your own hand. The other thing is that if you feel you haven't got control, let's say if you sort of dish up and you feel it's not enough, you might want to keep dishing up more. Mm -hmm. So maybe using one person in the family to dish up on the plate and then taking your plate and actually eating it, let's say, in the living room or at the dining table mm -hmm. because then that portion is controlled for you. Okay. You know, so there is definitely different ways that you can start incorporating the portion control in the family. But I think the family can also have a bit of fun with it, hey? Yes, exactly. You know, the other things, you know, let's say, for example, fat intake. A lot of us are definitely measuring incorrectly. We sort of just airing caution to the wind and we're putting in margarine, we're putting mayonnaise. You know, one thumb tip should be the amount of oils we should be using. You know, one thumb tip? If you look at your thumb, just the tip of your thumb, that's how much peanut butter, that's how much mayonnaise we should actually be using. Are you kidding me? I know, it's not, it's not very exciting, but <laughs> no. look, we want everyone to be healthy, not just in Nutrition Week, but obviously where we South Africa. Well, rather not use any at all. I mean, you're not getting any taste from just the tip of the thumb. Yes, you see, the one thing is, is that, um, you know, to cut it out is not the best thing either because you do want a balance of all of your food groups. Mm -hmm. You know, to say that one is worse than the other is not always recommended, but definitely the portion size of one food group may be less beneficial compared to another. Okay, the, the, the tip of my thumb yes. has, 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 I've got long nails, so do, do I add my nails? Unfortunately, <laughs> not the nails, just, just the thumb part of it. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing this information with us, Kezia. How do people get more information about the activities uh, for National Nutrition Week? Where, where, where can we go to? to is there a place to go or maybe a, uh, a website to the visit? A website that we can go to, definitely. So we can go to www.nutritionweek.co.za as being in South Africa. Let's go for that. Mm -hmm. There are also your Department of Health. There's a lot of schools want to get involved, a lot of hospitals. You can go to um, health.gov.za, mm -hmm. but also coming from the Association of Dietitians of South Africa, we are hosting many events mm -hmm. across South Africa, mm -hmm. in Joburg particularly as well. So if you just go on to adsa.org.za. A-D, we'll sorry, A-D. A-D-S-A. Dot org dot, dot z-a. Dot org dot z-a. You will be able to find us there. And, you know, just even if you have any questions, come pop past or get hold of us online. And we'll be more than happy to help you out with regards to National Nutrition Week or anything nutrition related. Fantastic. Kizia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And on. thanks for the thank good you. work that you do. Hey? Thank you. Thank you. Don't throw portion to the wind now. <laughs> uh, just coined that. I think, I think, I think, yeah. But it's, it's, if you want those, those, uh, 
uh, websites again, www.nutritionweek.co.za, uh, health, uh, that's the Department of Health.gov.za, or adsa.org.za, and find all uh, information on Nutrition Week, but also uh, get questions, get answers to your questions about nutrition for your family specifically. Now I'm about to talk to uh, Mampo Gwani, who's a pam- primary caregiver with Mercy Ships. The world's largest civilian hospital ship is now parked or berthed, I think, at the waterfront with uh, public open days from Friday the 10th of October to Sunday the 12th of October. What can we expect? But what does the Mercy Ship do and why is it parked at the waterfront? Hello, Mum and Thank you for your time. Hello, Shadow. Thank you very much for having me. You know, I, I thought I must just be streetwise and say it's parked because I don't know the difference between <laughs> the berthing and the dock King and that. so it's parked. I'll, I'll just use. I'll be street like that. Okay. It's okay. Thank you. That makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> we don't have to be fancy here, because okay. I really am excited about this this largest civilian hospital. I mean, for, for some people who haven't seen it, can you can you just draw paint a picture for us and 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 just tell us about the enormity of this thing? The ship is a um, it's a dot. What do you call it? Okay, it's eight um, levels. Okay, mm-hmm. at the bottom we have on deck three the hospital that does all the operations and the uh, and the beds for the um, patients mm-hmm. on deck and some of the beds for the single people and then on deck four we have couples and singles again. Deck five we have our library and our coffee shop area mm-hmm. and our ship shop and our offices and then on deck six we have families and we have our academy of school here on board mm. and then deck seven we have a playground for the children of the families on the ship mm. more cabins another school area and then on deck eight we have um where we stock everything our vehicles and um our other containers wow this is huge so how many how many people all in all are are in in the ship on a, on a permanent basis? We have volunteers for um for about four hundred and fifty for from thirty five different nations, mm-hmm. and then when we are in um an outreach in a certain country like we're going to Madagascar now, then we will have an additional five hundred volunteers from that particular country. So not necessarily patients. You don't take patients with you. You treat at, where, at, no. at the place where you where you go. Yeah, in the country where we go to, we get our patients there. We don't travel with patients. Okay, so staff is is, is eventually can take up to nine hundred and fifty people. That's right. That's right. Now, who who uh, is there a different one for the continent, or is, is the one that just goes around the world? How does it operate? Okay, the one that we are now, um, we only have one now. We used to have three others, which um, the one served the United, the, the Americas, and the other one served um, the African continent, and then this one was a consolidation of both those ships, mm-hmm. and it only serves in Africa. We served in West Africa most of the time, and now at this moment we're going to Madagascar, going away from West Africa, so it's this only one, the Africa Mercy at the moment okay and you 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 were sailing from canary islands when you when you came here uh-huh. we were sailed from the canary Islands. it was a two-week sail and we adopted here now in cape town for two three weeks and then from there we move on to madagascar what happens while you've docked here well we dock here in cape town it is for pr mainly where we are 
just showcasing the ship to the people of South Africa, particularly in Cape Town because we're in this area. Mm-hmm. And then just doing recruitment as well to find more volunteers to come on the ship as we are expecting a new ship in 2017. So we will have two operational ships and we will need staff for both ships. So while you're here, you, you, you're recruiting or explaining what happens. Uh, uh-huh. so, so hopefully you can recruit people for the 27, 2017. Or do you That's take right. people, do you still take recruits uh, now uh, from mm-hmm. here to, to take to other volunteers mm-hmm. to take to uh, mm-hmm. your, next, your next port of call? Yeah, that's right. We are um, busy recruiting. We're constantly recruiting because it's a volunteership. So um, we have just some people come for when they are taking leave from work, like two months holiday, and then they come and they serve on the ship and go back. So we constantly need people to volunteer on the ship. Do they have to have a medical background? Not necessarily. I don't have a medical background. I was working in the bank in South Africa, and then um, they needed people who could do banking, plumbers, everything and anything. We even have a communication department on the ship. My husband is in HR mm. and all that type of thing. Now, tell me, it, the, the, the African Mercy provides free medical care, huh? That's right. Mm-hmm. So how do you sustain yourselves? Where do you, who funds you? Okay, um, they are, our main office is in, the, is in Texas, Dallas, Texas. They do the um, fundraising for the main operations of the ship. But we do get funding from the countries where we have our national offices. If you go on our website, you'll see where our national offices are. They also do um, fundraising to um, sustain the operations of the ship. Hmm. And I, I see... I see you, you, you did a total, I mean, you've got, you've, you did a total of 2,524 surgeries in, 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 in the Republic of Congo. That's right, yes. Wow. Uh, we do um, five types of operations. We do maxofacial, we do fistula, we do orthopedic, we do eyes and we do teeth. So, uh, yeah, those people we do um, in a space of 10 months where we've docked in a country for 10 months. And then what happens is when we come to a country, we do screenings um, all around the country, not just the place that we docked at. We go in-country, our medical people will go in-country, and they will check out patients that we can serve, that we can help on the ship. And then those people will give an appointment to come on board and then have the operations done on the ship. I'm fascinated. I am so fascinated. <laughs> Mampo, I'm going to give you a call because I'm coming down yes, to yes. see... You to better see. come. No, no, no I come. am... We need a communications manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I was coming to visit the ship. No, no. I'm recruiting you. You're recruiting me already. It wouldn't be bad traveling around the world, you know. For... Okay, Mumpo, it's open on Friday and, and up until Sunday. Other times? That's right. Um, we've opened from 10 o'clock until 3. 10 o'clock until 3. And uh-huh. just about anybody can come through. Anyone can come through. We don't have to yes. book. We don't have to make appointments or anything. No, you don't have to. Okay, yeah. where where are you docked? At at key six, right? Two six, that's right. At, at key six, at uh, right. just outside the Table Bay Hotel, huh? Just behind the Table Bay Hotel, yes. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing you, Mampo. Well done. Thank you so much for your time. 
Thank you for giving us your time. Thank, Thank you, you darling. So much. Thank you. Bye bye, Mampokwani. I, I, if you're in Cape Town, please. I want us to all go and see this thing. It's it's the largest civilian hospital, and if you can do some work, some volunteering, I think it's a great way to to you know great way to go. And um, yeah, it's at the V and A waterfront, Key Six, just behind uh, or oh, just outside the Table Bay Hotel at the V and A waterfront. Friday from ten until three. Saturday, 10 till 3, and Sunday, 10 until 3 o'clock.